0: You mentioned that, you know, that people offload creatives, especially yeah. when you're in a room of, you know, a, a, an open house, a free house of uh, throwing ideas into a into a track or yeah. and coming up with, do you have to have a level of em- empathy? That, Definitely, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. But I think you. there's been some writing sessions where everyone's crying, literally, and like people are telling me they need to go to rehab and, they're full-on drug addicts and need to sort their lives out and or they are not in love with the person they're with and things. I'm like, I'm like let's write a song about it. I'm like, oh, my God.
0: Killer, podcast, You need the Keller Vision app. 24-7 mini documentaries, podcasts, live shows, DJ live streams, top five, subscription packages, plus products for all your podcasts and street culture sports. Download it from the App Store for free today. World music and street culture. Killer Cali podcast. Come on. Come <laughs> well, on we, got kind of we got the memo. We got the memo. Ladies and gentlemen, Killer Killer podcast, live and direct, central London or central as what? Uh-huh. Central as you need to be. Big shout out to all the regular sharers and carers of people out there doing their most to preserve and pass on the information, street culture and all forms of rocking. All right? <laughs> you got the television app, you know what it is. Free download, iPhone, Android. Go get it. It's easy. It's got all the things you need to know. It's mini mixes, big docs, small docs, notorious podcasts that proceeds across all your uh, audio airwaves. Yo, big shout out to our sponsors, the mighty Hodder Warriors crew over at the Crypto Moon Boys Hideout. That's some NFT business for you. Um, and yo, we have a very special guest today. I'm vugging because I'm a fan first. You understand? Uh, this lady is multi genre singer, songwriter, DJ. She just gets in into the mix, and if you haven't heard of Myla Falls, then you've been sleeping somewhere in a very undisturbed place. Girls Next Door is the new project, and we've got a whole heap of other things. There's a whirlwind of emotions here, especially for me, Myla Falls. How are we? I'm good. (laughs) I'll just say, literally...
1: I kind of got the memo, yeah. Where your 80s inspired? Yeah. Well, it's 90s, mine. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going with the 90s. Yeah.
0: Aaliyah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that's one hell of an inspiration for you.
1: Hell yes. Yeah? Oh, my God, yeah.
0: Like you grew up on it, isn't it? It's that yeah. kind of science. Yeah, it's...
1: bought all the CDs.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Uh, where have you traveled
1: from? I live in Brighton. Brighton? Yeah, Brighton, by the sea. Yeah, yeah. how do yeah. you find that? Oh, I love it. Yeah. A breath of fresh air. Absolutely love it. Like, I lived in London for a while, and just a bit busy, a bit busy. I like like the fresh air. But yeah, especially in the lockdowns, I spent many a day just walking up and down the beach, up and down, up and down, up and down. And I like the... I like being able to just... See really far, mm. it's really good for my like sanity mm. just to be able to see for miles, mm. see the sea, yeah, yeah. For but, miles. I mean, it's grounding,
0: isn't it? Yeah, you know? I love it when I mean, you've got the water and the sounds and stuff. I had a sound engineer called Ilias, big up Ilias, and he was from Greece and he used to do his head in the whole idea of not even being close to the water and stuff. He like, needed it, yeah, it's a spiritualization, isn't it? Yeah. It's the thing that us creators need in our lives, right? Um. Brighton has always been a wicked hub for, you know, creative... It's a creative hub, right? Yeah, And definitely. You, you must have seen a lot and been around... A lot of creative uh, uh, energies around, around Brighton, huh? Oh,
1: my God, yeah. Like, I studied music production in Brighton. So, I well, before that, I was in Norwich. Born it. a bread Narfick.
0: i Old type of Norwich crew, what a <laughs> front, you know what it is. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm like, you're a fan of me, as if. I'm the biggest <laughs> fan of you. You were like, can I... Uh, are you free to come? And I was like, uh, yeah, big fan. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to see you when I was still at school mm-hmm. and I was front row and you signed my vinyl. Get in, yeah. come on. And I was like, he signed my vinyl. Oh, yes. On, I was so touched I've
0: still got it. It's, it's still in my studio. Serves yeah. you right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, I know who you are and I've been a fan for a long time. God, honestly,
0: <laughs> it's reciprocated. I think it's very, you know, when when you think about cream rising to the top and those, you know, ever-impressable times of when you're seeing different... I didn't realise you were into hip-hop. I mean, you made your lane in something else, but you're bang into hip-hop and rap and everything, right?
1: Yeah, I was watching Kelly LaRock's interview of you and she was like... She kind of got a bit annoyed, didn't she? Everyone going, you have to be in this garage box as a singer. And mm. she was like, I don't want to be. I'm mm. a, like, She's an incredible soul singer. Mm-hmm. Like, outstanding. Mm-hmm. I've seen her do stuff with live band stuff mm-hmm. and she's like, wow. And I feel a bit the same. Like, I don't want to be... I've done a lot of Piano House releases. Mm -hmm. I've written a lot of sort of like gym songs. If you've been in the gym, you probably heard me singing, getting you doing your your little workout going.
0: That's (laughs) it, yeah. yeah. Like
1: 100 releases in the dance world have I hit now, 102 songs I've signed.
0: 102 dance... Yeah. fucking come on this is a podcast we don't get any old tom <laughs> de in here this is the properties of the shit oh, that's a that's a I'm seismic not. amount yeah
1: i've been working hard i did lots of years like just writing hoping for the best like going yeah it's gonna be fine it's gonna work out it's gonna work out and then something just happened people started signing the songs and it just sort of like was a bit of a domino effect and then one person says oh you're good and then other people go oh come in come in you like you try and bash down the doors for mm, years mm, going take mm, me seriously mm, oh my god and no one does mm, and you're like oh this is too hard I'm going to give up mm, and then something changes sometimes if pause right there because now we're going to reverse <laughs> engineer this shit right okay so
0: humble beginnings in Norwich yeah right so from that point there you started writing, you were writing that at that, that point, yeah.
1: I was like, I didn't know it at the time, but I was top lining, I was getting instrumentals, hip hop stuff, just doodling over the top, recording my ideas. I had like hundreds of, like, in retrospect, quite rubbish ideas. Like, yeah. if you go, Oh, they're
0: really bad. Do you listen back to them now? No.
1: Nah. No, they're all in the bin, literally in the yeah. bin. Like I recorded on a CD, they are in the actual <laughs> bin,
0: like not CDs digital are bent, bin. They're, they're bent for a reason. Yeah. CDs don't exist anymore <laughs> and it's better that way.
1: <laughs> they're in the actual bin bin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're not coming to see the light of day ever. But they kind of taught me that I just love doing it. Like, I'm clearly obsessed with writing songs, and like I can't stop. Even if I sort of stopped paying my bills and stuff, I'd mm. probably just do it for fun because it's in my blood. Mm. Like, it makes me happy. Mm. Music's the only thing that's sort of always been there. For Where do me. you channel
0: that in? Where's, where's, that, where's that channeling come from? Because, um, you know, all the other kind of singer songwriters, songwriters of their time, <laughs> you know, the, the, you know the, the possession of free thinking and being completely in tune with one's immediate creative response in an age where you know you can sometimes be up to nine hours on your phone
1: oh yeah (laughs) i believe i told you that yeah i was like what's your screen time daily nine hours yeah that would be my life now just sat on my phone
0: but, you, um, come on, be truthful. You know you lot out there, you're suffering. But how would you get that? How would you get that creative? I always say, because like,
1: I work for... I've got, last year, I got a publishing deal, like three years. That was my dream come true, as a songwriter. We have a company called Ultra. And I was like, yes, I've actually get made it. it. Like when people go, what do you do for a job? It's like, I've got a real stamp of approval mm-hmm. now. Someone gave me an actual deal as a songwriter. Go on, go on. But um, yeah, and then I've asked the other people in that company, like how do you write every day? Like I went from writing a couple of days a week to five, Monday to Friday is songwriting time. And it's like, whoa, you can't just walk in a studio and go, oh, I can't think of anything. Yeah. You have to like leave every day with a finished song. How do you do day. that? How do you do that? I think, and I've asked other people how, and they're like, well, you kind of have to stop thinking about it and just let it, and it sounds really cheesy, but let it flow
0: through you. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's it always comes. I've never had a day where I can't finish a song it might not be the best song you've ever written but you finish a song every day you mm. just you see it in a different way mm. and if you're like a full-time songwriter it's not like you're doing your three song EP and it's like the most heartfelt thing you've ever done mm. we just bash them out it's yeah, like not, not invented boom, the wheel, boom yeah. Boom, yeah. boom boom yeah you just write some Lyrics that mean something yeah. It doesn't have to change the world But you have to And then me, more my vibe is melody I love melody More than lyrics Really It has to hit like feel
0: Something yeah. yeah Yeah and I get these I get these whispers On a grapevine That you know There's certainly some songwriters That can totally handle a, a verse And there's some people That can totally handle a chorus Which ones do you lean to If you have to You know Spend painstaking hours Writing lyrics Which are, are you a verse or a chorus girl?
1: Well I think A verse is much easier To do You reckon? Do. Yeah Because chorus is what people have to remember. And, like, the best songs ever written in the world, they're the choruses that people know. People don't really remember every... Well, unless it's a proper classic. Mm. If it's, like, Queen, for example, Mm. you know every single word Mm -hmm. to the whole Mm -hmm. song. Prince, everybody, you're like, yes, Mm -hmm. I know every tiny bit. But in general, your average person... Knows a hook. Mm. So that is, for me, the most pressure because you have to write the catchy bit. Mm. And the name of the song, that's a big part as well. So sometimes you just even start with the song title and you see it nowadays. It's like a procedure, like, what is the song going to be called on Spotify? And mm. you can see the end before you even write the middle. And really? The end. Yeah. Is that,
0: is, that, is that kind of a state of the industry without getting too techers too soon because you know but you know it's <laughs> kind of the that's yeah. the reality of the game right now isn't it i
1: think it's a very i mean compared to 10 years ago so fast paced like so many songs are coming out every friday it's just like a factory especially dance music which i do most of the time it's like bum 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 is a factory and yeah so it's just a trying hundred to find-
0: a hundred releases that were in the top
1: No, hundred releases signed to a label. Hundred releases—that's
0: enough for me, man. That's that's the cookie cutter approach, and also um, melodies—they're quite divisive, aren't they? Yeah. Do you mean like you could be singing anything if the melody's good? Yeah. It's, well, that's the, you know, Rage Against the Machine, for instance, you know.
1: Big fan, yeah. <laughs> Went to Reading in big baggy jeans many a time at the front. Slipknot, big fan. You sp- you- I'm seriously a Slipknot fan. No. I was listening to Slipknot today yeah, on the way here. Duality, come on. Yeah, people don't normally think that about me. But they'd be like, yeah, you, you don't look like a Slipknot fan.
0: Can d- it's like, I am a Slipknot fan. This is absolutely amazing. <laughs> this is absolutely... But then when it comes to house music, right yep. there's a real... Now, I've... Tr- I said, I've i tried. I've succeeded. You get me over the lip of a of a of a good vocal over house music, but you really got to dull down the lyrical value of a lot of those Can't kind of Can't be songs. too deep. No, no. If you've got a riffy piano, and you know you've got to take yourself to you know the Bahamas or Ibiza or somewhere, really.
1: Yeah, and also like the biggest. Songs even like festivals I'm playing now, there isn't one festival I've ever turned up to on stage where the DJ isn't playing some kind of remix of Show Me Love or Free from Desire. There's like a top ten songs, and the choruses are really quite simple, like na 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 I mean, you don't have to really dig deep with the lyrics there. No, no, no. It's just na over and over again. But hooky, seriously
0: hooky. Yeah, yeah. The voice, the voice plays a huge part in that as well.
1: And you can. You get the right singer on the right song. Mm-hmm. It's, a different, like, it's a different thing. And it will get signed, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It is about it's half the song and half about the performance. Like if you get an incredible singer to sing the most simple lyrics, they can smash it. And everyone goes, oh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm, in, like, when I'm writing for someone, I want to believe the words. Even if it's quick, even if it's like, let's do this fast and get something done, you still has to f- you have to feel something, mm-hmm. no matter what song it is. Mm-hmm. Like rock music, you've got to feel it. A ballad. Garage I want to feel something mm. Every time
0: And the fact that you Kind of grew up on hip hop And thrash metal And all these different <laughs> Which should because you know These mumble rappers And I've got to give them credit Like I really value the fact that You know okay It, it can get a little bit uh, um, Auto-tuned and affected I get that yeah, you know, ain't no different to Napalm Death shouting down a mic. It's like you don't have to understand absolutely everything. Do you know what I mean?
1: And it's just like it is what it is. I think if you try and overthink it, if people like – I always think do the people, the the, the fans, do they mm-hmm. connect with it? And if everyone's saying this is good, they're kind of right. Mm. And like who are we if we start, oh, it's a bit different now in terms of hip-hop and stuff. It is the best thing because that's what the people want right now. Mm. So you kind of have to respect – everything that is charting because Mm -hmm. that's what people are connecting to. So it might not be exactly... I I don't know how to write it, for example, Mm -hmm. but I I respect it. Even if it's like, yeah, it's a bit samey sometimes Mm -hmm. with the auto tune. But same with singers, like, I can't hear now. I hate hearing my own voice without auto tune on, like really? the real voice. You're like, huh? Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. Man, it can stop. Like, yeah, this is so weird. My really? actual voice, yeah, because yeah. it's so it's a world of auto tune. Crazy Everyone, process.
0: I think people get the t- t- disillusion by the fact that oh yeah, I just grab a mic and go sing over there yeah. and just record it and put it out.
1: Yeah,
0: you, there's the fine tuning on well, vocals nowadays.
1: Well, like, I'd say I never even like, so people send me tracks like every day saying, oh, can you sing on this? And I'm like, yeah, I'll try and fit them all in with my spreadsheets like yeah try and do them all and then um i would never send an idea like a top line melody lyrics idea back unless it's fully done i wouldn't do like here's a vibe because people can't hear it mm. they want to hear it like ready for spotify radio yeah. on the demo like every time it's quite hard work. intensive isn't it yeah yeah you have to fully like vocal produce it edit it like a lot of people work in different ways but that's the way i work i want to Send something that's like finished.
0: So, do you, if you were to like carve a demo for someone specific, or someone gave you, like you say, the data sheet of all the things they want and they're after? Yeah. Do you? Do you? record and write at home before submitting and then going to that next phase of meeting the artist and then recording it with them?
1: Yeah, I always write with someone. I hate writing on my own. Really? I find it really lonely. Why? Yeah. Why? Just like, oh, I don't know when something's rubbish or amazing. Yeah, so I'll be like, oh yeah, here's no tear. <laughs> so I'll be like, either this is the best thing in the world or the worst thing and no one's going to ever hear this. I need someone to vibe with like mm-hmm. every time. I never write on my own. So I always write with at least one other person.
0: Every does, time. does some of the, does some of the creative juice of writing and singing and does that come from a because I guess it's a different outcome if you like for instance your your Achilles heel is that you you don't want to be on your own doing it yeah I'm so lonely (laughs) But there's a vulnerableness to the to the songs when they come out they you know sometimes they conjure up certain things that you know maybe that vulnerability adds the extra bit of Dynamic.
1: I think being vulnerable is the perfect... I was thinking, like, it's really hard sometimes being the creative person in the front of the shop mm. going, do you like it? Because everyone else can hide. They're like, if you are the A&R, the label, whatever, you've made decisions to make a song come out, mm. but if it flops, you can go, oh and just hide. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just be...
0: Back yeah, there in yeah. Brighton Sea. Uh, it wasn't actually
1: me. Yeah, like yeah. You you yeah. messed it up. Yeah. But as a singer, you have to be like, oh, okay, that one didn't connect. Mm. And then you have to dust yourself off again, try again and mm. do it again. But it's quite scary because people do have an opinion. And that is the bit I really don't like about being a singer. Mm. Everyone's
0: opinions oh, yeah. gets a bit much. Oh, yeah, of course it does. Everyone has a little imagine opinion. imagine being a front girl or guy of a... Of a song and just I mean seven out of ten in enemy and I lost about four hundred gigs. Thank you, enemy. Do you ugh, mean ugh. these are realities back in the day? But even now, more so with. The- comments and people just so rude yeah
1: and like no one asked you Steve your opinion (laughs) like every time oh I think I know best about you Mm. do you Mm. you've never met me but Mm. you have all your really strong opinions Mm. about me and my life Mm. it's very odd (laughs) yeah like Facebook that's where a lot of the really high opinionated ones live oh yeah and they like to send you a little essay Uh. on what they think Uh, but yeah it's it's a weird world Mm. it really is bizarre I find it strange because I would never spend my day writing little feedbacks to people about how they should do
0: better Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like some critiquing it's a bit strange yeah
1: it's like here's all my opinions on you
0: (laughs) it's like "Uh." so i'll just leave that here next time yeah thank you i'll I'll definitely use your you know your tenaciousness in responding to some of my carved out work and and use it as a as a as a um, reference later on down the line. It doesn't but work, does it?
1: How does it feel when you get judged like an enemy or something? Like, mm. do you want to ring them up and go, why don't you give me a 10? How can I <laughs> turn this from a 7 to a 10?
0: Depends <laughs> how old I was at the time. If I was 21, I'd just be sitting there stewing, thinking, you wait. Yeah. Ironically, I end up doing their events and things like that. And it's just one particular interview. It's always one that, you know, they never like to attach themselves. The, 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 the bigger bi- machine never wants to talk have them talk on behalf of them. It's mm. always some outsourced interview or something like that. They normally got, you know, an axe to grind somewhere, haven't they?
1: I always find people are lovely and like kind to your face and then they just are happy to do this weird stuff behind your back or, or behind a little, mm. like, it's, no one would ever come up to us at a gig or something and go, here's all my opinions. <laughs> I've written them all down in a checklist. Like, it's just weird. Mm. But it's just, it's like a different mentality. They go on their little laptop, probably a full-on laptop, mm. not on their phone, and, like, sit there and just go on random things and go, right, I'm just going to be a troll. Mm. And they just get a real kick out of it, yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is bizarre to me. But I
0: actually kind of respect the people that do actually come up and say something more direct.
1: Yes Oh for sure yeah, I'm like I? I'm the kind of person that like, If you've got a problem and With anyone in my life I'm mm. like Should we just talk it out I hate going Yeah yeah I'm cool yeah, When yeah, I'm not yeah. I like yeah. to just be honest I'm very like Like I love that with people. Like yeah. Everyone in my real like close world like knows that if there's a problem I'll say. Honesty. Not like oh, a bit anxiously, but like I just hate people who go, Yeah, yeah, I'm fine.
0: Passive aggressive. Forever. And, yeah. and it's
1: like, well you can't be fine every day. Mm. Nothing's mm. fine every day. No, it's yeah, a bit yeah. weird. Like, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit creepy. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm good, yeah, yeah, everything's great. It's like yeah. no, it can't be. Or very LA. Yeah. You know, oh my a, God. <laughs> yeah. It's totally LA. You Have a wonderful day. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember um my trip won't mind me mentioning this. Uh, someone came up backstage after one of the shows. Trip was my uh, co-host. He kind of was my hype man. So I'd do something beatboxy, and he'd be just like, "Do that again, yeah." Uh, someone came up to him backstage, and uh, I quote, "He called him the Debbie McGee of, of hip hop <laughs> because he was just there beside me, just you know, showing the magic trick. Every- oh no, bless his heart. But you know, you you kind what of learn of, like- uh, how Oh, he was just. It was around the same time we went to Austria and, and this guy in his really droll kind of Austra- Austrian accent goes, um, MC Trip, I believe your uh, performance there was substandard. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah. brutal. Yeah, that's
1: quite harsh, yeah. Harsh, it? Harsh. You just think, well, right, and weirdly, me and, um, so I've set up this new project, Girls Next Door with...
0: Big up Girls Next Door, come on. With
1: some. DJ Miss Pink. I love you Come and on. Maddie V MC Old so it's Trio I've seen her
0: well. yeah she's and tough, we, tough
1: yeah she's feisty yeah. so we've, we've all been doing our thing for years like mm. separately and then we did like a live stream in Miss Pink DJ's kitchen and she's like loves doing them I have She's seen like, this, yes. She yeah. loves just setting up decks in her kitchen and she gets, they have millions and millions of views. So I joined in one day. I was like, cause she lives near me. I was mm-hmm. like, I'll come down, lockdown times. So I'll come and do a live stream in your kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I met her doing that. And then we did a couple festivals together and then we did a live stream with Maddie V. And one video I think got, I don't know, five million streams on Facebook. It's just like without any promotion and just people were literally just sharing it en masse. Mm. And I've never had that many views on a Facebook video before. I was like, what is going on here? And then... Last week, we decided, right, we're going to launch like a band. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's really taking it on. They're like, oh, we love it when you come in here, when you come in here. And I love that because if there are any trolls, long-winded point, Mm -hmm. we can fend them off together now. And we're actually using them to our advantage, like algorithms-wise. So if one person goes, it's normally like, Fifty nice comments and one crazy, mm-hmm. which is a good ratio. It's mm-hmm. like oh, I don't like this. Mm. You guys are better off separate. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, mm-hmm. mean. Thanks mm-hmm. for your opinion, Steve. We just, I just call everyone Steve <laughs> for today. Um, but yeah, and we're just like, oh, well, you can, uh, you can go do one, Steve. Mm-hmm. And then everyone has a little opinion, and we make it into like a little like
0: create the thread, yeah. Create the the thread.
1: Th- and it's just like that alone builds the sharing. So really, angry Steve is helping us. That's so cool. With the views. Yeah, so thank you. That's what I'm saying. See, you didn't (laughs) get here for nothing. See,
0: the whole idea of doing something so organic, and because I've seen it, like I said, and it just as an outfit, not only is it, you know, appealing from all the dynamics in which you guys bring to the table, but also you look like you're having fun.
1: Oh, it couldn't be more fun. Like, literally, I started wanting to be a singer back in a day in Norwich, and I was like, one day I'm going to be a singer, like a real one, on stage, and people are going to care. <laughs> and I'm going to write songs, and I'm going to earn some money. And I had this crazy dream, and it took a while to get there. Like I'd had some success, and then it sort of dipped, and I was like, oh, this is too hard. I gave up for a bit, tried again and again and again. And then I think three years ago is when it sort of like became full, full-time job. Mm. And like every penny I earn is from my artist project mm. was like wow this is so cool mm. dreams can actually come true if you just work at them for mm. long enough and so we have started this new project and people are actually liking it on their own and sharing it for us mm. and i've never had that before where it kind of takes on it on its own mm. without begging and going love me share my song mm. people are like ah this is great mm. and we're getting fully booked for the whole year in a few days and it's just like Ah, but this did take a long time to get to
0: this bit. It what wasn't is, like... What is the synergy to that? What, what creates that? Right. Again, I guess it all stems from you having the dream. Yeah, and being obsessed. How Just, dare you? How yeah. dare you have a dream that actually could... <laughs> how dare you have these ideas that, you know, you've spent so much of your time forging, like, blindly. i remember
1: thinking. my point now. It was having fun, and we are clearly... Just actually having fun. We're not yeah. trying to prove anything with the yeah. project. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, totally. Whereas everyone's trying to prove that they're good all the time. Yeah. We were just like, let's just have some fun. Yeah. And people were like, we're here for that. And we we're like, all oh, right, cool. <laughs> we'll do yeah. more of that. Yeah, we're going to just literally go live on Facebook or TikTok or whatever mm. and have fun. And people really connected with that. And we were like, oh, maybe we were trying too hard before to try and like, ah, you know, try and make people care. You just have to do your thing. And then people come naturally. It's less, you know, desperate, I guess. I was quite, like, too hungry before, I think.
0: Can you be too hungry?
1: Yeah, I think so. You can be too, like, help me, book me for a gig. People kind of have to think they found you, in my opinion. With, like, an audience, they love thinking they found an artist. Like, if it's a new, especially back in the day, if you got given a CD or something, it'd be like, oh, this is the best this is so new and everyone's like, "Oh, you this is completely new new." Mm. And everyone gets a buzz of thinking they're the first ones to find it. It's the same on the internet. That's oh, yeah. why TikTok is so powerful because people think they've found new artists, and a lot of it is actually prepared mm. to be like it's like a st- st- strategy. Oh, strategy. But sh- 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 strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, but TikTok is powerful because people can just Invent themselves mm. and people connect to it, and then they blow up that way. It's kind of old school, but digital version. Like with your CD, yeah. going, "This is cool," and then the word spreads, but it's yeah, all on TikTok.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess you see it from both sides as well. Being the industry and the way that you work and how things can actually be manufactured, but then when you see the the raw explosion of something that's got its own, it's got its own steam, its own energy. Yeah,
1: well, Ed Sheeran's a good example. He's <laughs> from near me in Suffolk.
0: Old tight. Yeah. Old tight. Ed.
1: I mean, he's he, he is literally the Real, like, version of that. He was busking at my mate's pub Mm. for free. Mm -hmm. And now he's the biggest thing ever. He sells out arenas, left, right and centre, worldwide. And he's got an army of fans. But he really did come from just playing in the pub and Mm. busking. Grassroots. He really did come that way. It wasn't a made-up story because I saw him. Mm. like, And I thought, this guy's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Same with, like, Jessie J. I did gigs with her back in the day. I thought, she's pretty good, yeah. (laughs) Like, to five people. Everyone did actually start, Adele, Uh, she was playing pubs. Like she was actually just doing small gigs and then suddenly, boom, and things do blow up. Not everyone is kind of like, you know, given a golden ticket. They did earn it, which is cool.
0: I think I'd I'd put you in the same bracket of artists that I would argue, you know, the cream rises to the top. (laughs) You know, if you're good, you're good. But when you start, whether it's on the internet, doing, you know, have a million views on it on just something that just feels spontaneous and fun yeah through to you know spitting sawdust live gig environments such as ed or adele yeah you can trust the sincerity and the the the, even in their vocals guttural it's like you know that this isn't this isn't just a manufactured thing Mm. it gets to that point of course because you want to kind of protect this thing that you've created but it starts with at source being fucking determinate having determination and, and being as good as you can be and really forcing yourself to get out there right
1: yeah definitely well I think those people in particular have really inspired me just obviously like every artist at every level is trying to get better at all times and I think to think they actually genuinely worked really hard for it like exhaustion level Mm. but yeah once you get to a certain point it does become a business and you are looking after a team and paying salaries and stuff it must be very weird I can't imagine it Mm. to be must be a lot of pressure like I think people think uh, DJs I've worked with that are very like you know world touring and stuff they open up to me I'm like a magnet for like tell me the truth Mm -hmm. um about like having panic attacks and you know, stress-related stuff and really, like, mentally wobbly from having to pay people's wages and, like, your album can't fail because then you're going to have to fire people. Mm. In reality, every song you make has to make money Mm -hmm. and it kind of ruins the vibe a bit, but that is the reality of, like, making it. You are responsible for lots of people. You're like a dad of Mm. your crew Mm. and you're paying, like, big salaries for everyone Mm. and everything you do... Like impacts their everyone's lives.
0: Late night where you've actually been boozing and you're you're a hot mess. You know that there's a payroll.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like having an office Mm. full of people Mm. that you're responsible for. Like that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, like you can see how people like Avicii. It's just too much. Yeah, and it's like I can't do it anymore. Can't do anymore. This is too horrible. I didn't sign up for this. I just wanted to be a DJ. Like yeah, yeah. this is rubbish. (laughs) Like horrible.
0: It's crazy when you put it in that context because artists aren't really built for that.
1: No, we're like the opposite. We're just yeah. like unicorns, fla- like, wafting around, going, whoo. <laughs> we're not like, oh, right, yeah, payroll, yeah, yeah. P-A-Y-E, yeah, tax. Yeah, 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 it's totally. not really in the, yeah, we don't yeah. really enjoy that side of it.
0: I can't lie, of all of my 20-plus <laughs> years of doing this stuff, I like, still have <laughs> never really got to grips with real-life stuff. It's a tough one, isn't it? Like,
1: It's just so boring. Yeah. Like, even registering my own releases, I'm just like... Whew, I've moved a to-do list thing for about six months like, I'll do that next Monday it just got to sit down there and like do loads of like processing song titles and song codes and I mean I just you've just wanna... reminded
0: me I've got a book some flights <sighs> to Frankfurt but I still haven't done yeah, it I've been kicking like... that can for the last five six days now yeah
1: you just go ah, I'll do it later <laughs> I, I don't want to do that right now yeah. that's really boring yeah it's just oh yeah that's not and you have to be unless you're really, really successful and have an army of people, like PAs, mm. everyone doing stuff for you every minute. Like, here's where you're going now, mm. running your life for you. Like, you have to be kind of good at everything. And that is quite a lot of pressure. You have to be good at the business, the mm. creative, turn up for stuff. You but know. Do we
0: want to do that? If that's a no. bigger question. It's like, no. But do we want, at the same time, do we <laughs> want to, um, what's the word? Um, do we, Do we want to delegate people to do it as well? Like, is that, does that take away the... I guess it doesn't. But I'm thinking that maybe disciplinary, being more disciplined in yourself creates the freedom that you need to do the thing that another person you're paying for would do. Mm. It's complicated, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and sometimes if you do delegate, it doesn't get done very well Yeah, and you have to do it twice, which is just a complete waste of time. I've tried to have people help me a bit in the past and it's like, Right, so what have you done here? They're like, "Oh, I got really muddled up," and I'm like, "Great, yeah. okay, cool, I'll do it then." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you, why did you book the hotel really far from where we're going? <laughs> oh yeah, that doesn't work, does it? No, no, it doesn't. That's not a good plan. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. So I'm a bit of a control freak, and I like to do a bit. Smart. I definitely damn right you get are. involved with uh, like accommodation and like plans. I like
0: plans. The plans yeah. are good. Yeah. Are you an empath? Do you, do you, do you, do you, when people express their, you know, you mentioned that, you know, that people offload creatives, especially yeah. when you're in a room of, you know, a, a, an open house, a free house of uh, throwing ideas into a into a track or yeah. coming up with. Do you have to have a level of em- empathy? That, Definitely, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, for sure. But I think you there's been some writing sessions where everyone's crying, literally, and like people are telling me they need to go to rehab and, they're full-on drug addicts and need to sort their lives out, and or they are not in love with the person they're with, and things. I'm like, let's write a song about it. I'm like, oh my god, that's happened loads. Really? That particular one, yeah. I'm like, oh wow, okay. And yes, yeah, you get it's a weird thing because you're in a very creative space, and you are. It's not like just hanging out in a normal environment like at the pub or something where you just talk about chit chat. You go deeper, faster a lot of the time which I love I hate small talk I like talking about like good stuff I don't know oh lovely day yeah nice mm. nails I'm like don't really care I want to talk about your worst day of your life like that appeals to me more so yeah I definitely mm. have empathy and I like to learn about people's stories like, is that heavy on the head yeah. <laughs> yeah which brings me to what I'm doing on Friday which is for the first time in my life I'm going to go on a panel and talk about mental health problems with charlie t radio one dj and turno who turno set up a charity because his brother like um committed suicide last year horrifically so he set up this charity called what's on your mind um and i'm joining in so we're going to be talk about really important stuff on friday so yeah i definitely have a lot on my shoulders because i do have a lot of people's sort of like tails but Mm. yeah you are like a counselor well you're all doing it though. If you're it's four of you in a writing session, you're everyone's counsellors and you're kinda of like like feeding off each other.
0: Okay, and you've got to narrate that. That's that's you're the narrator, you're the you're the conductor. Yeah. But if there's so much I mean, how have you managed to manage those high intense even being a panel yeah. Of people, like, and talking these things through, which which I guess in many respects is quite liberating. Yeah, it gives it's you the cathartic,
1: cathartic, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and it's like opening a pressure like cooker. It's like, because <sighs> a lot of people are like, I've been for a lot, Like, well, never ever told my full life story to anyone publicly. So this will be the first time oh, on wow. Friday. So it's like, wow. Um, but yeah, so... I've experienced like firsthand what it is to lose a parent from mental health problems. And so, and that has fired me as wow. an artist. Wow. But yeah, it's like a lot of people in the creative world have been through dark stuff, and that is what fires them every day. So yeah. I think most people have had, you know, they haven't had it easy. They've had like a quite, quite a tale. I, mean, I wouldn't want
0: to spoil the you know the, the panel yeah. discussion, but what's what's the details of your childhood like? How how have you got to this point where you're able to speak frankly and um, uh, and uh, more um,
1: honestly? Yeah, uh, was well, taking. I literally didn't have the courage until this week. It's been years, like a decade. So it's like, and I've read like a lot of people with like serious stuff they've gone through it, trauma and things. They take some years to kind of cope with the mm-hmm. the truth, mm-hmm. and you can tell people in. The reason I want to do it publicly is because I kind of, I know it sounds cheesy, but I wish I'd seen something when I was a kid of someone going through what I went through, which was caring for a mentally ill That's not cheesy.
0: That's uh, that's real talk. Yeah. And it's kind of the reason why you're doing the panel.
1: Yeah. And it's the reason why I want to do anything really to just, if you can sort of make, leave a good impression in the world somehow. That's my goal for my life
0: kind of thing. Yeah. I recently had a Friend commits to a couple, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry. yeah. It's That's just, no, think. no. Hey, oh, listen. Like, I'm sorry. We all have our own, you know, there's, but you, the, I think the point is people make choices for themselves and it doesn't always, it's not always seen as the most logical. Well, it's not any, black and white. Ever. Yeah, it's deep. It's deep. Yeah. And you can never, you, can, you can't get into the recesses of how someone's thinking because we all think totally different and you can pass it off as like well it was his or her time but it's not it's it's more deeper than that and it's and in many respects i think my synopsis is if if someone's already made a decision it's really quite hard to reverse that unless you really are
1: well unless you're like capable of mind control exactly it's impossible yeah and i think that's the angle that dj turno who's running this panel on friday that's his angle he just wants to kind of Make it okay to talk about it because I think his brother in particular didn't say. He just went and everyone didn't have a clue he was even sad. He never mentioned it, never said anything. And then obviously it got too much and he decided this is it, I don't want to be here anymore. And he just doesn't want, you know, if he can help anyone not get to that, the last day where they Mm. go, this is the end day. We've taken a very dark turn here. We'll flip it back to music in a minute. But yeah, it's like for me that's inspiring and i think even songs where you're like you don't know why they hit you sometimes and if you read the lyrics like rag and bone man mm-hmm. he's written a song about his friend going through some mm-hmm, dark stuff and you're like oh i was just singing these i am a giant mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. that's a seriously dark song that so one. that's what that's about yeah, it's about suicide so it's like you can connect people with lyrics you can connect on a panel with melody and, yeah yeah totally. and i just think there's a lot you can do and I don't just want to spend my time writing gym Jeans
0: <laughs> as great as they are <laughs> I think the thing is with yes they fucking are but, you know it keeps me going at 6.30 <laughs> in the morning yeah, trust me man um, I think music which is something that I think politicians fail to understand the wider the, the wider industry <clears throat> governments powers that be they understand the power of what music does to that frontal cortex it's what makes Beatles mania happen.
1: Well people it, music for me has, I know it's a bit tacky but it has saved my life, literally I do not gave doubt that hope. for a
0: second darling it
1: gave me hope to yeah. not give up because I had something to live for, I was like I'm going to be a singer yeah. that's why I need to not stop and yeah. I didn't and it worked so it literally saved me yeah. over and over again because it gave me hope and I think everyone on earth needs hope and mm. the people that are wobbly mm. they've lost the hope so you just need to kind of
0: try and get it back that's the thing just going back to the gym thing the narratives are popping out everywhere now but it's true <laughs> like you know you've got to give yourself a reason to wake up so early and put your feet out of bed onto the floor yeah that really is gym for me in a nutshell it's like yeah i've got to get up yeah don't want to do you
1: go every day yes wow
0: time. but here's the thing um you need a mission brief like you don't yeah. just if whether it's whether it's you know A bereavement or whether it's a, um, you know, get out of this shape into another shape, get my shit together, meet a fantastic woman or man and do the thing. You need that mission brief to get you through the day. Mm. And that's what music was to you.
1: Yeah. And I think even people on TikTok now, they're finding hope through following people that they Mm. like, comedy, inspirational people like they find hope that way like a lot of kids 10 year olds that's how they find their hope now Mm. through like people they respect on the internet and it's just like yeah everyone needs something to inspire them Mm. like everybody Mm. like yeah even people that like i'm a massive introvert and i'm happy being on my own but you do need sort of like
0: Mm. you
1: know warmth
0: around you yeah yeah
1: in some way whatever that is to you yeah
0: do you ever go back to (laughs) norwich
1: not that much oh, yeah. Not, I, I love Norwich. I'm like such a Norwich super fan. Now I left when I was 19 in quite sad like yeah. circumstances. so I go back now and again. But yeah.
0: yeah. Well I like me some Norwich you see I like me some. <laughs> Norwich. but, but um,
1: <laughs> they love music there like growing yeah. up in Norwich, like Brighton's a bit similar like
0: yeah.
1: Bristol, Norwich, Brighton same kind of vibes mm. like the gigs go off mm. like London you get so much overwhelmed with amazing stuff in London yeah. like all the gigs are here Norwich not everything goes there we're so just it's
0: like, super place Yeah, there. we're just, like, just like are they in well I'll go see them next year they, yeah. they'll come through
1: yeah and then Prince dies and you're like oh mm. not good not I didn't good. get to see him I heard on your mm. Kelly the Rock interview that you gigged with him yeah yeah I well gel <laughs> that's all I can say oh my god but yeah you think like oh and another one like with the Covid stuff like everyone thought oh we'll do it later then mm. it, it didn't quite happen i had a few things that i said no to earlier that year and then there was no more really
0: <laughs> like,
1: yeah like um holy goof gigs which mm. is like he's a wicked dj I had a song with and he was like oh will you come and do a show at print works i was like oh there'll be more that was uh march 2020 really and then they all stopped for a bit and i was like oh, i missed the boat there but yeah you don't you can't ever count your chickens no. whatever the phrase is but yeah, lots more stuff does come to London than Norwich.
0: But that keeps you going, right? Like the whole idea, I mean, you must, at this point, because I, I do want to know what your day ins and some day outs are, because again, as a songwriter, there's a there, there has to be key moments of things happening. Schedule's always working, things are always happening. Yeah. Um, but like you were saying there, of, <coughs> of how you have to cut the M, take the opportunity as, as, as soon as when it comes, it doesn't leave enough time. A lot of time for creative flow does it
1: no it's weird and I think something's changed in the last few weeks for me like kind of realized what I why I started and I need to enjoy all the projects I'm doing so I'm kind of just if it's not connecting musically I am saying no a bit more but really? at the beginning I was like yes 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 because I wanted to make money and mm. I wanted to just sort of make a name for myself like mm. spread my name out so like worked with Alexis Knox he oh
0: ty Alexis We love you. Come on, girl. Um, And that's how you heard of me. For those who don't know Alexis, Alexis is the dynamism of fashion, DJing um, across the more commercial. scene. I think, you know, when I think of Alexis, I definitely think of the darling world of, like, Hoxton and, and, you know... Tottenham Court Road, G-A-Y and things and like that. I mean, she's a fucking legend.
1: International. She does lots of shows in like Amsterdam. Casually and, like, doing Yeah, so. like flies there, does a mm-hmm. DJ show. Yeah, she's amazing. But yeah, I had a song with her and I just said yes to everyone in hoping that people would know who I was eventually. And it kind of did. If you have a hundred songs out, someone will find you. <laughs> like, hello, yeah, yeah, hello, me. me again. Hello. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were mainly features. So I was just riding off the back of other DJs, which I felt a bit less... Scared about because if people don't like it, you go, Well, I was only the feature, but one day I do need to do some solo stuff because I, I've done too many features. Now. Really, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> reckon get out of here? I mean, again, again, look, this is a bias me here, yeah. but I discovered you through Alexis, yeah. Um, and I get, you, you mentioned there about the you, you, I think you coined it desperate. I don't think it's you know the whole idea of putting yourself out there and knocking on so many doors. But you don't actually realise, because we were saying earlier that you don't actually, it's a faceless audience that you're knocking the door yeah. to. So so often it's like, it could be the most unlikely thing that you do that becomes the most important thing that you, you've you covered, you gain ground on.
1: Well, my best mate's brother, so I've been singing, his, he's known me since I was six, right, in Norwich. And uh, he went, oh, guess what happened the other day? And he wrote, like, he found out that Archbishop of Banterbury Instagram followed me, and that was, in his eyes, the most impressive thing I've ever done. And I was like, <laughs> what's so, like, a comedy Instagram account follows me, and that's when you're impressed. Okay, right. I mean, they're very good, and yeah, they've got yeah. millions of followers, and it was pretty cool because they promoted one of my tracks, and that's why they followed me. But I was just like, this is so funny, because to him, that was the best thing I've ever done. So you don't know what people will be impressed by, mm. like, for the majority, when people, when I say, what do you do? And I say, I'm a singer. And then their next question every time is anything I'd know. And I'm like, oh, probably not. Loads of dance songs. Mm-hmm. And then I say, like, oh, my songs have been in like Strictly Come Dancing, Love mm-hmm. Island, like Emmerdale. Or- so like come on! They know those brands, so they're more impressed by like a sync on a yeah. TV show than being, you know, mm. 15 million streams or something. They're like, eh.
0: But, ooh, Strictly, oh, that's good, isn't Another it? Bit of that. Yeah. Isn't it weird how people's minds work? You know, you could have been, you know, I remember running into my mum and dad going, oh, my God, guess what i just done, X, Y, Z, D, 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 yeah. And they don't bat an eyelid. It's only when I do the Simon Cowell show yeah. that all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, this is complete, you're legit now. You are super <laughs> yeah. legit. Isn't that He's way, famous. Yeah, yeah. He's
1: proper famous. Like, what is that about?
0: <laughs> like, it's I think so people,
1: like, there's certain things that impress me, like, I don't know, off the top of my head, but, like, there'll be things that I've never done like you know certain accolades like a top 10 like i'd love a top that's what keeps me drive driving like, mm. as a songwriter i'm like i'm gonna write or get a top 10 and there's one i've written two weeks ago i'm not singing on but i've written and that has more than potential of charting so i'm just like come on featuring two great people so more on that soon mm-hmm. not even going to say in case it falls through Go on. but yeah i put together my first writing camp as a like a you know organizer i rented studio for five days and got 22 djs and songwriters all gathered Fantastic. with A dj drum bass dj and um yeah we got some amazing stuff done like there's loads of people came through and we got Did, some... that must have blown your mind oh i'm still buzzing from it and it was like three weeks ago like it was next level we wrote like 22 songs in five days and we've signed I think eight of them like to majors as well so it's just like boom 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 and it was all my A&Ring I was like this singer needs to go with this person like Goddard came down he's like smashing it right now and we're like right this person needs to do this one and Turner brought all his MCs down it was just it was so my vibe because um Garage and Drum Bass is my favorite mm-hmm. so I was like yes like I do a lot of house music but my vibe is drum and bass. Like, that's what I listen to as a fan, like, in the car, like, blast out. So this was, like, best five days. And, like, to be thinking, oh, my God, I put this together, well, it did blow my mind. So empowering. I was like, yeah, I need to do more of this. Yeah, it was so great. empowering. Yeah, it was really good. What's
0: it like when you've got, um, <laughs> what's it like when you've got folders upon folders upon folders of tunes and these are like you <laughs> see again sound real cheesy and cliche you know these are your kids you know these are things that you've kind of cultivated my from song, babies, yeah, song, it's babies, weird, yeah. song babies yeah song really weird yeah song babies it's a real it you feel a way about this shit like you know but then you've got so many like <laughs> you must be completely like you know five years later suddenly listening in one folder like, oh that's quite good what
1: happened to that it you know? is weird like especially i've i used to color code them to what i thought was good and what i thought was bad like red and green mm. and then the, all the red ones who what i thought were rubbish started getting picked up and i was like are you mad <laughs> like oh i just don't know what's good and going to connect with people mm. so i think it is a free-for-all because some songs come out and you think why did you pick that one mm. like is that the best one and mm. But someone must have sat there and thought, this is brilliant. And then, yeah, I've got literally 500 songs all finished. It's so subjective, just there, isn't it? And it's everyone, and then I get paid like a wedge to sing one song like that comes out and I don't even like it. And I'm like, well, I've got to pay my bills, so we'll roll with it.
0: What's your t- what's your, oh, here we go. Spice <laughs> what's your least favourite song you like singing?
1: Oh, ever. Ooh. Oh, that's just mean to Ooh. whoever I wrote it with is isn't it? Ah.
0: Uh. One that's just like, you know, it's your uh, let's call it your, um, um, uh, let it be. You know, you, <laughs> you know, Paul McCartney probably just does not want to sing let it be, but because you know it's the famous song that everyone knows, he's just got to, he's got to stay on that pl- playlist. I'm not even going to
1: be that mean. I'm going to say the hardest song. Hardest song. Okay, my one that did the best was called New Levels, and I sang it before I had this vocal problem, and I literally can't sing it now, really? like live. Yeah, I like I had a. Ripped a bit of my throat. Okay. In like 2020, because yeah. I was overdoing it, just saying yes to everyone <laughs> and going, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, and sang so much I like ripped my throat, and it I couldn't talk for two months, like couldn't talk. Wow. It was so stressful. So I was like, ah, but yeah, I can't sing that song, so I don't enjoy singing it. Because I literally can't do
0: it. So. You literally tore yourself a new level. This was yeah. <laughs>
1: this was like, ah! But that was just me. I overdid it. That must have been it. some yeah.
0: scary shit when you that oh. that into your throat. Yeah. As a vocalist, like, I can totally relate with that. Just being an absolute nightmare.
1: It was so weird because not only it was this social thing—the way you can't see your friends because you can't talk to them. I was on vocal rest for weeks and weeks.
0: How long was weeks? Weeks? What? Like a couple of months?
1: Yeah. Like I was speaking on a voice app.
0: Did you ever try to just to test it? Like...
1: Yeah. And how and was it? It just hurt.
0: Oh my god, what it was night, quite
1: right? stressful, yeah. Violet, it was it mind. was rubbish. But yeah, that's why I'm just like buzzing to be back
0: in mm. full vocal health now.
1: But yeah, I don't like singing that song because it's really
0: high and loud. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> I mean it's like you never you know, on back back for the first time, I think that the the term would be because again, just there's somebody that's watching your story unfold which I might add by the way in terms of social media you know you don't pull any punches (laughs) like it's not like you know there's no airing out closets of any emotional kind there's no there's no
1: (sighs) I don't put my real life
0: on it yeah like if you but no that's what's really fucking that's what that's where the flowers come in because I rate that yeah I rate the mystique
1: yeah I mean I was very
0: surprised you were coming on I'll be honest with you no way when you said when you said yes I'd love to I'd be like
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was like super fan. Of course, yeah. what time? <laughs> Where do you live? Like, I'll come early, just you know, to watch from across the street for maybe two yeah, days
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> with binoculars. Like, oh yeah, he's in there. He's in there. Yeah, got your signed copy from years
0: ago. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we do get these around here. on, yeah. the, on oh podcasts,
1: stalkers, just, it gets a yeah. bit much. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Just, just call oh, yeah, the police yeah, yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah, yeah, no,
0: yeah, no. I'm yeah. really glad you invite me. I'm having a lovely time. But what it, what, what you said, yeah, and and look, when you said yes, I was like, yo, this is reasonably rare I don't actually see you going out and having frank I don't know, put my real life on
1: the internet really Unlike yeah I don't do that many interviews I just unless it's sort of like well, I know you and I'm a fan so I was like yeah I'm well up for that but I don't like it's a lot of people are massive over that's why this mm. And they really get a kick out of that. I actually, I'm an introvert and I love to keep myself to myself. Mm. No one knows I've got cats. I'm a massive cat are fan. Are a cat fan? Yeah. And like, How I many know, cats have you got? I've got two little kittens.
0: Kitten. Uh, yeah,
1: they're very sweet. But some people would probably fill up their socials with their cats. And I'm like, do you know what? They're my cats. They're yeah. just my world. What yeah. kind of cats are they? They're little black, sort of witchy cats. Nice. I'm born on Halloween, so it suits me. I'm a witch. Yeah, oh, mm. you're born on Halloween.
0: <laughs> See all the intel coming out that Halloween. <laughs> Halloween, now that is so fucking uncanny How how do you celebrate on your birthday on Halloween I mean it's, everyone's celebrating yeah everything.
1: it is it's not as bad as Christmas because at least yeah, people suck, no one's it? free on Christmas if your no. birthday's in I mean it's fine I just got a bit bored year after year I actually remember when I was like 12 I was like can we do a non-fancy dress one that's my wish this year because mm. I'm sick of fancy <laughs> dress like every yeah. year like, do we yeah. have to
0: go through the trick or treat thing on my yeah. birthday yeah, yeah I've come. got
1: I just want it to be about my birthday not you guys getting sweets yeah,
0: yeah. What, what What? else what else the little known facts about my just so that we're, we're definitely up to Speed <laughs> and need to know everything because this is probably going to be the next next, next podcast or chat will probably be in like three years' time. Right. And she's I'm engaged, in
1: the top 10. I'm engaged. You're engaged. No one knows that I have a long term guy. Big up, ol- yeah. I don't all talk right. about him. All right, so there we go. So
0: there's the next one. This is, this is, this is all very secret to tell here. But yeah, I
1: don't put any stuff of my. Close world on the internet. It's weird. I don't like people because you get the crazy troll steves. I don't want them have. I can handle them saying they don't like a live stream, or whatever. I don't like the idea of people going. Here's my opinion of your mm. cat. I'd be like, what? Mm. What? Mm. Like you don't like my cat's name? Mm. Like what? That's too much for me. It's too, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Get fuck out anyway. Get mm. out. Yeah. No one asked you, Steve. Uh, so
0: what's um, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Well, okay. One more vital bit of un unnoted. Like what, what Closet habits, closet loves, things you do. What's oh your f- God. any hobbies? Give me one more thing that you just be like, this is a curveball.
1: I don't. Know. I mean, <laughs> I just spent six hundred pounds on a Dyson Hoover because I love hoovering a lot, like obsessive hoovering.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, after uh, four hundred podcasts, you can most certainly come and hoover my floor. Yeah, it's not a problem ever, Yeah. I
1: love a good, you know, like seriously good Hoover? Yeah.
0: Your fans are just gonna be just like.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm waiting
0: for the, the Hoover photos to end up on this feed. Yeah. you know what I mean?
1: so I'll be doing new TikToks from now. With me yeah. and my selling my new Dyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah be yeah. like, you can buy one here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, love hoovering.
0: Yep. Is that an is that is that an OCD thing?
1: I'm not like super clean, as in like it doesn't bother you're efficient, me. Efficient
0: though, you're dead on time. Like today was no. No, I'm
1: out. I'm a late person, so I have to be crazy early. Like, yeah, and I have to make sure I'm naturally late so I've like some people are just good at being on time I have to really try Mm. to put all my energy on not being super late Mm -hmm. because I'm a naturally sort of like oh whoops
0: you're a creature of habit yeah yeah
1: definitely well (laughs) I have a weird thing you said like what do I do every day I don't have the same routine I don't have like the same place I go so you're not a creature of habit but I like routine but I don't have any so I am a creature of habit but my freelance life doesn't really have that. Mm, so I've got, fun. like, my coffee shop near my house where, mm. like, the guy makes my order. I was a walk-in, Rafe, love you. Oh, um, come on. Best coffee what in Rafe. Brighton.
0: What's it called? What's the shop called?
1: Um, puck. Puck. we got, yeah, c- got Puck. We got Puck. It's next-level coffee. Yeah, that keeps me fired up. Oat flat whites from there. Nice. But, yeah, um, so I, that's my routine. I go and have a little mm-hmm. chat with him and then I go back and, like, write some songs and stuff. But, yeah, it's weird when you don't have like the same thing to do every week right. like every week it's different studio different people different gigs blah blah, blah. It's, mm-hmm. I mean I love it but it is quite crazy I mean you know you've toured the world yeah and yeah. it comes
0: that comes with vices as well I mean you, you said you'd stop d- drinking
1: yeah I've completely I don't drink at all anymore which like, is a little no fact as well yeah yeah sober um never went to like AA or anything I just no. decided one day I did a gig and it got really messy and I just woke up. Sick and, and tired, like sick and tired. I just stopped. Yeah, yeah I was just like, I don't want to be this person anymore. Mm. I'd always take it way too far. I was that person that was like, no, we're going out. And like, we're not going home yet, everyone. We're going to the after party, the after uh, party, right? Uh, I was yeah. like, ugh. And yeah, I just thought, do you know what? I just want to be healthy for a bit. And yeah. I just kept it up.
0: How long for? Eight years. Congratulations. Come on, girl. Yeah, eight years. <sighs> um, Yeah, that... Boat long time. needs to sail away, doesn't it? It's a. Well, I've just
1: seen – I thought I'm going to be that person that I've watched that needs to stop partying because mm. it just – it wasn't good for me. Mm. Like, I mean, if you can handle it, go for it. I mean, getting drunk is really fun. I'm mm. not like, oh, my God, not some kind of nun that's like, oh. Mm. And people – I'd hate for people to be, like, awkward around me because I'm like, no, the reason I don't want to do it anymore <laughs> is because I'm worse than you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been in every situation – like, I've done gigs in Ibiza and I can't remember coming home, like, crazy partying. So in
0: a case in point of, like, going to Ibiza and you've got to rock, you know, you've got to do your thing. Yeah. Is there, a, is there a... Okay, two things. Is there... Are there people there waving you back to the hotel when you know full well that they're going to carry on partying and you're just like, okay, no, I'm just going to do this? Do you feel a way about doing that?
1: Well, it was all... I was with a lot of, like, just people that love partying okay. so I just don't really see all those that's people good so news. much anymore yeah you know just people that haven't got your best interests at heart yeah. they're just out they're like I don't do drugs but a lot of people did like a mm. lot of drugs yeah. and I was just like I just don't want to do this anymore
0: like I think yeah. that's a lot of people's fear I think that what I just said that but also the other one being um, FOMO
1: Oh, I had that a lot. That's why I couldn't stop partying for years. Yeah. I was like, no, I love this too much. Like, yeah. what if, what if? And then I just What am I going to do,
0: just sit at home and do nothing? Yeah, I was yeah. like,
1: loser, I don't want to be a loser. And now I'm just happy being a loser. Because, I mean, I am so busy, like, mm. doing studio stuff. I get to meet people every day, have really, like, amazing experiences. Mm. Like, my friend was like, that. She's she raves all the time, like, hard. And she's like, don't you get bored? And I was like, in all honesty, not at all. That's like, so cool. No. Like I can't remember the last time I was bored. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got so many things that there I get a buzz from. I get a buzz from songs coming out. I get a buzz from shows. I get a buzz mm-hmm. from things that are coming up. Like and just you know, I've got more meaningful friendships and things because I was that person that forgot people's birthdays because I mm-hmm. always be just busy and just flapping about. Mm-hmm. I was a bit useless to be honest, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a good friend. And I'm a bit, I'm a better friend now, definitely.
0: Has that changed your um? the drive and attention to think do you feel like is a cliche do you feel like the world has the universe has opened up a little bit more to the the fact that you're in preparation you've you've put that to one side do you feel like the attention that you're giving to this thing has helped yeah on measure yeah drive take you to this place you are
1: i think physically as a singer if you are cane in it like raving all the time your voice literally goes mm. so I think you're a bit of like a boxer you have to be physically fit oh, and God, if you're that's not good. Yeah. if you're not sleeping and if you're just partying and getting one hour sleep there's only so many years your voice can physically it's a muscle mm. and it will just go it
0: just goes eventually it yeah. depends <gasps> yeah.
1: like how strong some people are just like crazy hard yeah. but I'm a bit weak and my voice I'd lose my voice all the time and yeah it's just it's like you've got to be sensible i know it's mm. a bit loser like no it's not <laughs> it's not and you muscle, know it yeah. too you should be paying more attention to what your body's <laughs> saying
0: that's what i'm saying but
1: yeah it's like going to the gym like yourself yeah. like you've got to take care of yourself because because your otherwise you know a lot of people you have to have surgery
0: yeah. like
1: you get blood in your throat and stuff and it's just from abusing your voice it's
0: stop just, it you're scaring me it's pretty hard it's yeah, harsh <laughs> So, what's the future, dear? What's, what's, what's the next?
1: My new girl band! Go
0: on. Girls
1: Next Door! Girls I Next Door!
0: Water all over your table. There you go. Um, this is excitement, anticipation. Cool. Um,
1: yeah, just having fun. Got a gig this weekend. And then we are doing some nice festivals, loads of stuff flying in. So, yeah, just loads of gigs, but ones I, I'm going to really sort of like be present for because mm. it's with a team, not just me doing like a one song PA with a DJ once where you just come on and everyone goes "Eh," like ministerial sound i've done and you kind of feel a little bit sad when you just do two minutes because you don't get to really start and finish you're just on and off and you're like oh but this one we do like an hour show of feisty females just having it
0: go on so so where (laughs) where where, where are we going to be looking at seeing you
1: we are doing our first gig on the seventeenth of February in Plymouth at the Depot with Headaches. So, and then there's loads more. I can't remember anymore. Okay. Well, that'll do. <laughs> you
0: have to go online and check it out. That's what it is. She, you know, she's not backwards coming forward. You got to check the Instagram, <laughs> right? thank you so much for passing through thank you this fucking podcast just gets <laughs> better and better come on man street culture in full effect mother fools thank you so much my darling thank you
1: there it is there it is
0: <laughs> killer killer podcast like in was out of fashion you know it do sharing is caring alright crime don't pay but neither do they alright you stay lucky and don't talk to her and I wouldn't be lucky <laughs> people peace peace <Whee! laughs>